dmtwclothing.com. Don't make this weird. Um, whatever it is that you do in life, again, do with your heart, chase your passions, and watch it become reality. That's what we're about. You guys are going to find some cool items, some MMCast items for sale here in the next three weeks. They'll be all launched and uh, next, you know, more conventions, things like that. So, Welcome, travelers. We're aware that your journey was difficult, but prepare to have your questions answered, for you have been granted an audience with the Masters of Modern. And welcome back to Masters of Modern. I am your host, Alex Kessler, here with my co-host, Ben Bateman, who's actually not here right now. Uh, I'm Timing was an issue because we didn't get to record in our normal time this week, and both of us have pretty busy weeks. So uh, Ben was actually here. He left. I'm recording this intro at the end of the podcast, so I already know everything that's going to happen. Um, but you know, today we're going to be doing our uh, a Deck Tech episode, Deck Doctor episode. So the way this works is we have a Patreon um, make sure to go check it out. It makes it so we kind of can do semi-cooler things uh, like this, um, like the live stream we did, like live streaming on Twitch. Uh, we're going to be expanding our video content uh, release hopefully soon uh, and stuff like the swag box where you donate $50 a month and we send you a cool thing um, in the mail. Uh, so with that, by donating, the base level actually gives you the right to do submit deck techs on the Patreon, and you submit them on patreon.com in our submitting area. Uh, other people can see kind of which deck list you're posting if you're in our kind of uh, Patreon group, and those are the decks that we will consider for doing Deck Doctor episodes that we're going to do about once a month. Um, this is this week's episode. We're doing three sweet lists. Uh Beyond that, make sure to follow us on Twitter. I am at the M- I am at Cass Wiley. The podcast is at the MMCast. Ben Bateman is at BenBatemanMedia.com. Um, when we, you know, we have a sister podcast, The Command Zone. Uh, check them out. They're also on RocketJump.com. We're on RocketJump.com. Uh, and uh, our YouTube channel, uh, we have a YouTube channel. You should go subscribe because we're going to release video content there. Uh, so make sure to check that out. Oh, we also have an Instagram. I think it's the MMCast on Instagram. I don't know. Oh, Ben's leftover handful so sorry today's episode was weird it's also been late uh ben's birthday was early this week and i actually just got regular sick on monday night i had a migraine i didn't sleep for six hours and so we missed our normal recording time um and so it's being released late now thanks for listening guys and uh ben should be arriving now we'll get to our first deck is a it's a it's a mono blacklist from kitchentablemagic.com there are some cards on this list this, this is an entire website that's yeah. donating to our patreon it's amazing yeah so, really, really cool. So, to kind of give you an idea, this is a Blood Artist, Zelaport, Cutthroat, Mono Black, Disciple of the Vault, Blood Seeker, Blood Throne Vampire. <laughs> it's doing uh, a lot of things. The, the, one of the cool things, it's doing a you know Violent Plague, plague yeah. which is all tokens get minus two, minus two. Yeah, it's basically the uh, Engineered Plague Plus for Genesis all creatures. Chamber. Yeah. There's there's actually there's one black for the same effect. I forgot what it's called. No, no, it's, you're talking about tokens get minus. Yeah, one, yeah, minus but that's what that's what that's what. Uh, oh, what he's violent for. plague does. Well, yes, violent plague is all creatures get minus. No, minus it's one. all all tokens get minus one minus two minus two minus two. Sure about that? Yeah, you can look it up. I guess. Well, I talk about what this deck is doing. No, you no, can you're 100 percent right because Night of Souls Patrol costs four and gives all creatures minus one minus one. There's yeah. no way that it's all creatures get minus two minus two for three. Yes. Yeah, so that I would be very good. For, yeah, so it is just all creature tokens get minus two minus two. Correct. But it's all, all, but there's the one drop that does that same thing. Creature tokens get minus one minus one. That seems way better for this deck. Yes, it definitely does. You're talking about the card from, I think Avison Restored that I used to play in one of the versions of Hunted Handsome, right? Uh, you're you're you would know way better wasn't than that, I would. Wasn't that called? Um, I'm gonna let you look that up. All right, so you know what this deck is trying to do is you have a bunch of these cards that all either uh, cause damage when creatures that your opponent control die, that you control die, 
uh, or one creatures your opponent go into play. Uh, the card that we we're talking about was Illness in the Ranks. Yeah, Illness in the Ranks. This this was the card that you would play one. You'd have this in play with a Blood Artist, and then you would play Hunted Phantasm, and your opponent would get five one ones, and they would all die immediately. Right, because there's no reason that I can think of that a card that stops minus two minus two. Like, are there tokens that two two tokens that are out there? Uh, well, okay, so the so let me pull this list up in front of me. Um, so you had... Well, no, I mean, in the world. Yeah, no, I'm just trying like, to... Th- are other decks... Making 2-2 two, two tokens? Is there a reason that a minus 2, minus 2 would be better against opponents than minus 1, minus 1? Uh, not really. Because the mean, thing that this is doing this with is with Genesis Chamber. Those are 1-1s. One so for sure, the illness in the ranks is just the stronger version of it. Because yeah, it's only 1 mana. So I think, I think that's the first big change we'd make. Because um, that's something that this deck is trying to do. So it's using Genesis Chamber, which for those who don't know is a two-mana artifact that whenever a creature comes into play, mm. uh, that player puts a 1-1 token into play under their control. I guess if you're against the tokens deck that is playing like Honor of the Pure or not Honor of the Pure. Yeah, the, but that's so... I feel like... Intangible like, Virtue. Lingering Souls is the main token creator in the yeah, format. Yeah, true. So minus one, minus one is normally just good enough. I guess like... It kills the Huntmaster Wolf. I guess it kills. Yeah, but like, minus one also kills like the Young Pyromancer. Yeah, we're going. We're, we're going deep. If we're looking for two, two tokens. Yeah, I think. I think. I think the three mana is better than one mana. Yeah, I'm with for you for sure. Uh, so I'm definitely. That's one of the first changes. You just switch those because it does the same thing. But one mana is always better than three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's four of you in the plague, so you're going to swap those. Mana is like golf. Yeah, you don't. The, the smaller your score is, the better. Right, absolutely, and and that's the sort of thing. I mean, you can you can track most modern lists to the same thing, which is that once you get past two mana, the cards have to have a very specific purpose. Um, if something costs three, it's got to be kind of a haymaker, very important card to your strategy. Um, it's an, so we, I, I want to read kind of the exact list really quick. Okay, and then we can kind of go with how we make changes. So there's four blood artists, great. Four Zolapoke cutthroat, great. One, four Royal Assassin. Sweet. <laughs> four Wrathy Trapper. Yeah, I mean, Wrathy Trapper is also sweet. That's like, Wrathy Trapper's like, uh, that's like a time spiral. Or I think it's a Planar Chaos card. Yeah, it was in Modern Masters 1. They used to call it Wrathy Tapper. Yeah, because right? he taps things. Yeah, it's yeah, good. He's a rebel. Yeah. Uh, Disciple of the Vault 2. Yeah, that's a, that's where we'll get into the weirdness of this list. That's yeah. the thing that doesn't make a lot of sense to me. Uh, three Bloodseeker. Yep. Uh, two Malakir Callblade. Which is the uh, black wa- colorless? Whenever a creature your opponent control dies, get it gets plus one plus one. Uh, love that card. Uh, two Falconrath Nobles, which Sweet. is basically just four mana Blood Artist. Yeah, it's a rough card to play on this list because you already have eight of the effect that you want. But I mean, it's a two-two flyer. He's, so. And he's only playing two of them, and yeah. like you really want this effect in this deck. Yeah, yeah. Big uh, two Netling Imp. I don't even know what this card. It, it, Nettling Imp? You don't remember Nettling Imp? I looked it up. It was all is a lot of text in an old card. Yeah, and I, it's like my a weird brain. It's a weird kind off. of tapper. I think it's like, but it's 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 more than that. Like, is it like half Royal Assassin, half Wrathy Tapper? Kind of, yeah. Like, and so it was. It ended up in. Is it a zombie? Uh, no, it's, it's an imp. Also not in modern, so uh, that's. <laughs> oh, so yeah, that's getting cut. <laughs> it's okay. I already crossed it down on my thing. Yeah. Uh, two Death Greeters, which is the card that whenever a card creature enters the graveyard that your opponents controls you yeah. gain a life um death seeker you mean death greeter death greeter blood seeker is whenever an artifact creature enters the graveyard target opponent loses death life. greeter yeah that's not a card oh it, it's one word death greeter got it got yeah it. uh one blood throne vampire and then we get in the enchantments. There's some saucy enchantments. Vire- Four Virant Plague. We talked about that. That that should yep. just be in illness in the ranks. Right. Uh, one Grave Betrayal. Yep. Uh, one Dictate of Urbos. Uh-huh. One Vampiric Rites. Uh, one Shadows of the Past. Sweet. And one Retreat of Hagra. Re- retreat the Hagra. Then you have one copy of Murder. And four copies of Genesis, Genesis Chamber. And then all them swamps. 
18 swamps. Yep. So it it's a really mana light deck, first of all. Correct. 18 is not enough. Not enough. No. You're uh, not doing anything that's cheating mana here, really. So th- my first note is to add four Westville Abbeys. It's kind of expensive, isn't it? No, it's like a $5 card. Is it really? Yeah, it's not expensive. I thought that it was really expensive. It was expensive maybe when this list was submitted. Now is the time to add them because it's cheaper than it's it used to be. Bucks. Nine bucks. Okay. Still so high. it's expensive. Oh, uh, definitely a chunk of these cards will be expensive. And and like if you can't afford this, add one or, or just add more swamps. I, I do think you need to be at 22, especially with all these enchantments. Though I do think you want to cut Shadows of the Past, Retreat to Hagra, and um, Grave Betrayal. I also think that... Because Grand um, Patrol is a 7-man enchantment, and you're playing 18 lands. I was thinking you need removal, and a single copy of Murder is not going to cut it. Um, and I was thinking go with... Go if you want. Throat. No, I was thinking Hero's Downfall. If you're fine with the 3 mana. Yeah, but I, that's, that's the problem for me, is is I think Murder is a good card. Hero's Downfall is a good card. I don't think that this deck is that concerned. The problem with, the problem with uh, Go for the Throat yeah. is that this deck has a huge problem against Affinity because they can get around all your sack effect removals. So what if you play? What if you played a combination? What if you played? I think you need four copies of removal in the sex point. I think you need four spells. That's what yeah, any any streamlined creature deck with a strategy. Generally, I mean, what you could do is eschew the red black mana base. Or no no eschew the uh, the fetch land part of a, a two color mana base, but go after red black dual lands that aren't as expensive. Sure, black and leaf splash cliffs. lightning bolt. Uh, like black leaf cliffs, the the new one. Yeah. The the um, reveal a swamp or a mountain and it comes into play on tap. Sure. Like that card seems fine in this because you just have a bunch of swamps. You can play the black dragon skull summit. Yeah. Yeah. Like all like those kind of cards. It like seems not expensive. It seems fine. Um, I don't know how necessary putting in burn in this deck just for that reason. I mean, I like lightning bolt. Don't Plus, get me then wrong. you could sideboard blood moon. I mean, that's really expensive, but yeah. you just sometimes wreck people because you're getting the splash of blood moon. I'd be more excited this is about black playing. moon. So here's here's what I think you should Isn't do. That a card. I, I think uh, bad bad moon. moon. Bad okay. Moon. I would be more inclined to say play like. Play like one go for the throw. If you're going budget, go one will go for the throw. One doom blade, maybe one hero's downfall over the murder, and then like one other black removal What's spell. What's the minus one, minus one, or minus thirteen, minus? Th- oh, that's what you'd be playing. Oh, tragic slip. You should play four tragic slip. We're wrong. Just play four tragic slip. Tragic slip, sweet. Because you're gonna you have all these sack outlets, and I'm like, my next advice is to put viscerous here in there. Yeah. Because you want the scry, you want a free sack outlet in this deck real bad. Because here's my thing with it, avoiding hero's downfall. I don't think you care about planeswalkers in this deck, like. I don't really think you care. Your game plan sure, is sure, sure, sure. your game plan is just, is just like. But a hero's uh, downfall is just blatantly better than murder. Uh, murder, yeah, and, well, it's, it's, and it's not that more expensive. Yeah, rare it's like versus a, common. It's a dollar versus five cents, I guess. Um, what do you think about the choice to play one grave betrayal, one dictate of Erebus? I so I like the I, I like the thinking here. I don't. I don't think. I don't, I don't think you can get away with grave betrayal with anything under twenty six lands, and this deck won't need that many lands. Wait. Am I mixing up my list? Yes, you think Grave Pact. Oh, Grave Pact. Grave Pact sounds awesome. It sounds awesome in this Yeah, thing. yeah. Yeah, that's what I was going for. Grave Betrayal is in the deck currently and is a seven-man spell. seven. <laughs> Doesn't I work. don't even know what the card does. Grave Betrayal? It, yeah. It's got like... A, it's whenever a creature dies, you get to put it into play under your control. Yes, I do know what that does. Yeah, it's sweet. And isn't the art really cool? Like, isn't it... Uh, yeah, it's like a cool dragon zombie. It's a dragon zombie? It's not like Nickel Bolas? I mean, it might be a Nickel Bolas zombie, but he's not dead. No, yeah, it's, it's just, just a, a dragon, dragon zombie. zombie. Told you. Yeah. Called it. Nailed it. Nailed it. Uh, all right, so. That, yeah, I would go. I, you got to stock up on your removal. You got to fix your mana base. Well, so a, I another removal spot, I think Fleshbag Marauder, I really like in this yeah, kind of deck. Yeah, seems strong. Because it, you get two triggers off a of Blood Artist. It's a zombie, which is going to be relevant to the cards I'm about to start talking about. Um, I guess that's a good segue as any. Uh, Garrus Messenger and Gravecrawler. Yeah, those are definitely. Uh, like Gravecrawler, with those, you kind of you have a really good 
engine that goes on. They're not too expensive. They're each $5 a piece. Yeah. Um, so it's not that bad. And, you know, Gravecaller is just a, a, a aggro threat that early, if you get it on turn two, one, you can start just beating face with it and it can help. Um, and also Gray Merchant. Yeah. T- once you once you add Grave Pact, Grave Pact, Geoff's Messenger, and all these one drop black creatures spells yeah. and enchantments, like Gray Merchant gets really good. And I'm not even saying add five. I'm saying like add one, maybe two. One Gary. Because a five mana spell is still expensive, especially with twenty two lands. But maybe one or two, and then maybe some in the sideboard. Even you're just um, overloaded on you're just overloaded on creatures and and things here. So like. Um, yeah, it's just it's just there's just a lot going on with this list. Like, um, I think honestly, as tough as it is, I think you just cut the Genesis Chamber. I think you just have to cut that whole thing. It, I don't know. That's a pretty interesting combo. I well, mean, like you're totally, go, you're because you're so many creatures, you're gonna be able to stop everything on the ground and definitely out because most people aren't playing a ton of non-token creatures. So you're going to out token people as just an aggro game plan with this deck. And beyond that, I think you you, it's an engine that does like with Blood Artists, you kind of just win. So are you thinking then you cut the Royal Assassins and you cut the Rathy Trappers? That's that's your first. Uh, so my cuts, my immediate cuts are cut the big expensive enchantments, go down to four Illness in the ranks, four Genesis Chambers, and uh, one um, Dictator Robos, one Grave Pact. To be totally honest, I think you just want two Grave Packs. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. When I was asking about Grave Betrayal, I thought that it was Grave Pact. Oh, so that's oh, okay. what I was saying. I think you just want two of those because I don't, I don't see the, the benefit. Of Flash in this deck. You're it a doesn't. tap out deck. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, and when you cast that, you should be able to. Um, I think you cut down. I think you plus up on Malakir Callblades. The one your opponent's creature dies, it gets plus one, plus one. Yeah. Because that seems insane with Genesis Chamber. Um, I think you can cut down on the Disciple of the Vaults. Even though those are sweet with that thing, I think you have enough other payoffs that'll be good always instead yeah. of one you just have the compo. That's a good point. Uh, Death Greeters get rid of it. I think uh, Bloodseeker is a little cute. Not even cute. It, it, it's just expensive for what it does. <laughs> really, it's expensive. a one-one for two. Yeah, that like will sometimes have your opponent lose a life. It seems like there are stronger. Yeah, pound. I guess for- it does trigger off Genesis Chamber, and if you're trying to go deep on that, I, I don't know if this build is the exact way to do that though it is a way to do that i just think that pound for pound what you're looking for in a deck like this is you got to go because this is how i build right i come up with i come up with like uh synergy between between commons and uncommons and underused rares that's how i like to play so if you do something like that what you have to basically do is you realize okay the best cards in modern are clearly the best cards in modern they're in all the decks so the best ones and twos and threes everybody uses them everybody knows what they are so if you're going to make the choice to build a deck that doesn't play those cards, you then have to look at the cost, the mana cost of every one of the cards in your deck and say, for what I'm doing at two, how does this get me to the same point in my game plan as what Jund is doing with the Dark Confidant on two? Or what Jund is doing with a Tarmogoyf on two? Or with a, you know Affinity is doing with a Steel Overseer on two? How, how synergistic to their game plan is that two drop versus my two drop? Scalable your threes and your fours. Which is why I think in a, in a thing like this, you did Bloodseeker. It's like what's what's really the payoff on a two on that two drop versus like Blood Artist, where the payoff is enormous. Blood Blood Artist and Zoopark Cutthroat for the deck idea make a lot of sense, and that's where you want to go. The things you want to avoid are things that are like Rathy Trapper on two. It's like that's fine. Oh yeah, the Rathy Trapper. I, I they're across that. So like the Netting Imp, Rathy Trapper, and Royal Assassin can all I think become yeah more more a aggressive threats, less expensive threats. 
faster threats and or just straight up removal. So, okay, so I think that's I think that's it for the kitchen table. On One thing he did say and something to keep in mind is I think he was building this deck originally with the attempt for more of a multiplayer. Got it. Um, like casual modern. But okay. I do think there's stuff here um, with a Blood Artist mono black triggers deck based on making your opponent sack things and giving them tokens that you then kill. Yeah. Um, that definitely works. Oh, a card that might actually be kind of amazing is the land that you love. The land. Not that you love, but it makes tokens for your opponent. Oh, yes. Speaking, if you want to splash red, um, that's an on game plan multicolor spell that yeah. also opens up your sideboard options. Forbidden Orchard. There's, yeah, Forbidden the, Orchard. Well, the one other card I think that would be cool to think about in this deck is Killing Wave, um, which is the Abyssin Restored Rare for a black and X, and it's. Uh, uh, each, oh, I have a sweet card. For too. each creature. Each player may pay X life or sacrifice that creature. Mm-hmm. So when you do that in a deck with like blood artists and, and cutthroats, it all happens at once. So if you have like four creatures, um, you can target yourself with it, which is what's important. It's just it's you can wipe your own board for one black because you just pay zero. Yeah, uh, you just pay one black and sack your whole board. And if you have like a blood artist or cutthroat, you can like two save, creatures. You can not have the blood artist die because you can pay those zero life for that creature. Yeah, because because blood artist and you know it'll trigger it'll trigger for each one of the creatures. So will the cutthroat. Um, you know, you can drain for a lot of life, and also at the, at the higher level, if you know their life you total, have mana, you can kind you of scale force it. them into yeah, stuff. Yeah, do it for yeah. three or do it for four, and it's like if they have two or three creatures, you know, you can wipe them out. Yeah. Um, so I don't mind that as a one of. I think it's kind of a fun card for a deck like this. Um, a, a, another card that like on a uh, cuter level, a mortician beetle. Ugh. Do you know mortician beetle? Mortician beetle is the one where uh, where like uh, you can't cause you to sacrifice creatures. No, no. So it's it's one black. For a one-one, whenever your opponent sacrifices a creature, you it gets plus one plus one. Oh yeah, yeah. it's from the Rise of the Eldrazi. Yeah, so I it's re- kind of like it's it's very similar to what uh, Malakir Callblade is doing. Got it. Um, this would be you need to up your sack levels a lot higher, but I definitely think that's another card to be looking at here. Yeah, definitely right. update your sack levels. So that's the first list we're doing today. What's the second one? Second list we are doing today is something that is similar to something I've been talking about on the podcast, um, and this is from Tom Aranga. Uh, this is like a sweet. Sweet it's zombies list. Gifts ungiven zombies list. Yeah, so I'll explain what's going on here. First, you got the creatures: four Grave Caller, four Relentless Dead, one Duralf's Messenger, one Scabruinator, two Liliana Heretical Healer, two Nantuko Husk, four Diagraph Colossus, four Prized Amalgam, one Duralf's Masterpiece, one Grey Merchant of Asphodel, four then the spells, four Thoughtseize, three Necrom- Necromancer Stockpile, four Compelling Deterrence, three Gifts Ungiven. You have a land package that's, you know, your colors plus one Westville Abbey, a Ghost Quarter, a couple Cavernous Souls, and two Nykvos. Uh, and then, you know, you have a sideboard with sideboard stuff. Um, so, it's, try- it's trying to be a zombie-ish deck that discards zombies to get further further its game plan. It's using some of the clever things with Scab Ruinator and Liliana Heretical Healer and Relentless Dead that we talked about on here a little bit. Um, it's, you know, it's your zombie return everything to bat- the battlefield kind of deck. What's your thought on Garoff's masterpiece? Uh, Garoff's masterpiece, I don't like. So I, I was thinking that originally, but then I realized, like with gifts ungiven and necromancer stockpile, right. it gives you like a serious value, and it's also a pretty good way to once you get it into the graveyard, it it's it kind of snowballs as a discard outlet because you can then use it to discard three cards to put it into play. Yeah. So you can kind of use it to get the Garoff's messenger out of your hand, or just for free put some grave crawlers in there that then bring it back. Yeah, I mean, and I don't, the fact that you can play it from the graveyard means that you can get grave crawlers back. I don't hate it. Um, it's just not. I just don't love it. Um, I guess it's flying, which is sweet. Like that's definitely a big plus for it's, that card. Be, like 
once you get in from the graveyard, it's it's a seven seven flyer for four. Well, if you have no cards in hand. But um, you discard three cards when you put it from the graveyard. Yeah, the play, I'm just saying, which is like, way better, by the way, than Jeff Messengers. If you have no cards in hand in modern and you're not winning the game, like the card, the the power level is so high. Like I, you it's have instant to have, speed though, so it's flash. So you get yeah. basically you untap with a seven seven instant speed on the end at their end step. It's fine. I just don't think it's great. I don't mind it as a one as a one of in the deck. Um, I do think that there's some really interesting stuff going on in this list. So the first thing that comes to mind for me is, um, I really like. I really like gifts and and doing these sort of like cool one of zombies. Um, the cards that I really immediately immediately have questions about. And tell me if you agree. So Necromancer Stockpile is cool. Um, I like Necromancer Stockpile in this list, but I have to ask myself the question: It's pretty expensive to get value out of Necromancer Stockpile. Um, it's pretty expensive to get value out of Necromancer Stockpile. Sure. You you know for for two mana you get yourself a two two and you get a backwards loot. Um, and then you get to put, you know, your grave crawler or whatever in your graveyard. So that's all fine. But again, the setup for that, the setup for that is, it's a little dubious. Like, it's, it's not what I want to be playing on turn two. The activation is two mana, and so you only have the only one drops in the deck you have are are grave crawlers and thought seizes. So like thinking about curving out, I've been saying Garros Messenger for a while, yeah. and I 100 meant Scab Ruinator that whole time. Every time I said Garros Messenger since we started this specific deck. Oh, got deck. it. Okay. Uh, yeah, Scab Ruinator is way harder to get out of the graveyard than Masterpiece. Yeah, yeah but I mean, so you're, you're doing the same thing with Ruinator here with Heretical Healer and Relentless Dead that we were talking about. Where, Correct. And that's Correct. cool. I like that a lot. I also like having the one of Ruinator to go along with your gifts. That's cool. I mean, this isn't making this deck any cheaper, but what about instead of Necromancer's Stockpile, adding four Aether Vial? It seems really sweet. Like most of this yeah. list is one to three mana. Like, okay, so let's let's make something very clear here. Like, there's a direction you can take this list that is very similar to the direction that we were talking about just a couple weeks ago with other vials, collected companies, and going there. Like, you can do that. It's it's not that far from what I don't, we were doing. I don't think you need to go full into collected company land because that makes it so like your gifts and thought seasons aren't good. But I think just Aether Vial is really good in this deck because you have a lot of two drops that do cool triggers when they come into play, so you get that free mana. And, like, the rest of the deck is a three drop. Because my recommendation was actually going to be, I think you should go into green in this deck. Um, I think you should... Play Collected Company? (laughs) No, actually, not Nested Company, but you have to change the creature list. The reason you go into green is... There's only three creatures that are bigger than... Yeah, this could be a, I mean, this could be a collected company list, but if you're going to go collected company, then you change the creatures in the list because you don't actually want prize amalgam in the list anymore. It's just it's fine, but it's not really what you want to be hitting. Um, uh, but I, I feel like yes, it's not great, but it's better than a Birds of Paradise, and people are happy to hit Birds of Paradise off of. Yeah, but you look at look. We we know from building collected companies decks how many how many like so twenty four is a fine creature count. Uh, you really want closer to twenty six, but like. Yeah, a but, bunch of your spells have to get replaced now. Now, yeah, now, I mean, we're cutting three. So you make the three necromancer stockpiles into collected companies. Okay. So, so there's I don't know what compelling de- deterrence is. Compelling deterrence is one blue, one colorless return target non-land permanent to his owner's hand. If you have a zombie, you get a two-two zombie. So, oh, no, so no, no, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I take that back. If if you have a zombie, they discard a card. It turns into recoil if you control a zombie. So I would say go three and three with gifts, um, and. I think you're wrong. I think you can get away with 24. It's not as good, but I think you can get away with 24. Here's what I think you should do. I think I think you should add green to the deck. Don't bother with Coco. I want right. two copies of Fauna Shaman in this deck. Um, Fauna Shaman is actually super slow. Yeah, but I like Fauna Shaman more than I like 
So I like Fauna Shaman no, more I than I like. Way better than Fauna Shaman. No, I you keep gifts. They're in there. I don't I, think you want. I think those are the same slot. Yeah, no, this is this is see I, this is what I like because you're building a deck that has like your little one ofs and stuff. Um, you have your one Gray Merchant. You have your one Scab Ruinator, right? Like uh, you have your one Giralf's Masterpiece. I like all that. I also like the fact that it's a zombie deck that plays Fauna Shaman, so you can discard stuff. And I also like the fact that you can put Abrupt Decay in the deck now. Um, if you play green, you can. If you play green, you can change things around. You don't have to deal with compelling deterrence. As cool as compelling deterrence is, um, I think you just play abrupt decay, and maybe you play deterrences in the sideboard uh, instead of decay. So if it, if there are certain permanents that, like stuff that's over three, uh, you know, stuff that you have to mess around with, you just bring in your deterrences because I think that's a sweet card. I think that is really cool, and I like that you're playing it in a zombies list. But I would go some with some number of abrupt decays over the deterrences. I would play fauna shaman. Maybe I'd play like two Fauna Shaman or one Fauna Shaman. Maybe you do this. Maybe do this. You go two gifts instead of three gifts, and you go two stockpile instead of three, and you put in two Fauna Shaman, and you change those compelling. You change the compelling deterrences in the main deck to abrupt decays, and that way you actually. Have- I mean, okay. I mean, I guess my point to go to the Coco thing is just cut Thoughtseize. And make two gifts for Thoughtseize, cut the other spells, and then put some creatures in there. If you go with gifts in this, if, or if you go with Coco in this deck, I just think your cre- I think your creature base just changes. You're, you're not getting you're not getting out of this this list what you want out of Coco. Like it's just you it, plus you you add Gareth's messengers. You go to three. You go to four. Okay. You go to four Nantuku husks. Or yeah, and there you go. And then you you cut Thoughtseize and uh, compelling deterrence for. Something like that, yeah. I mean, I, I, I mean, think you it's... Need, like, uh, Abzan Coco plays 28 creatures. Right. Main deck. And we played 26, maybe. 26 or 27 in, I think you... in our Coco lists. 25. Sure. Maybe we got down to 25 in the end. Um, I, I'm just looking, and I'm looking at some of these cards, and I'm thinking, so, okay... You need, that means you need two more creatures out of this list. <laughs> yeah, right. Okay. So, theoretically, four, because Grey Merchant and Garoff's Masterpiece aren't technically... Again, hits, I'm just but everything I'm just, else in this deck is a hit. It's, I like Diagraph Colossus in this deck, and Diagraph Colossus with Coco sounds awesome. Um, I I still fail to understand why Prized Amalgam wants to be in a list that plays Collected Company. I just what are what am I missing there that, that makes that card? You're going the it's wrong just direction. It's good with the other half of your deck. Like, it's good with a couple copies of Gifts. It's good with Gifts. It's good with Liliana Heretical Healer. It's good with Necromancer Stockpile. Necromancer Stock. Well, we're not, we're cutting that. Yeah, that's, I, I think it's one or the other. Well, I think, I I think uh, you can cut Prize of Malgrim then. I don't, I don't think you need Prize of Malgrim in this deck. There are other zombies that you can play in this format. It's really good with Gravecrawler, though. I mean, like, there are reasons to have it in here. Or maybe cut down to two. Like, I don't think you need four. Yeah. Because you're not, you're not dredging into it, so there's no reason you need a maximum on it. But having one or two to just as a, a, a value card is not a bad idea. Fair enough. Um, all right. Like, you, Garoff's Messenger can be a four of. Yeah. Easy. And that gets you really close to the, co- the the number of creatures you need in this deck for Coco. All right, so that's the third list. Um, last but not least, uh, or sorry, that's the second list. So before we before uh, you leave, because you have to leave early. Yeah, I got to rush out. Tag in someone who knows nothing about magic. <laughs> uh, we're gonna do uh, Eric Landis has yeah, a deck for us at Proggy Boog. I know your Twitter. I yeah, know, I know it. I've you, met you in real life. It was offhand. You just did that. Yeah. You didn't even have to look. Yeah, I'm good. It's pretty good. Uh, um, yeah. So this is like a this is like a uh, a sweet sweet. It's like a teamer Delver kind of list without thing Delvers, in the ice kind of a thing. Delver is mediocre, and thing in the ice is sweet. So yeah. any 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 immediate thoughts before we jump in? Uh, I like this list. This is so like my kind of magic card list. I, I just like playing these sort of cards. I think 
Um, I can see that you're going for for pretty cheap stuff. There's a copy of Steel Sabotage in here that's cool. I think it's you probably want to be playing some number of electrolyzes. It seems like a mistake to play no electrolyzes in a list like this. Um, aside from that, it's teamer. Like I, I, I actually don't, don't like electrolyze right now. But really? that's a different conversation. Yeah. Um, I also, and this is just me, but like because it's teamer, I don't mind the idea of like just playing a couple copies of Rancor. Like. <laughs> Like, I don't really think it's, like, the worst. I've seen it work in decks like this. I mean, I guess you start to kind of go more towards that. You start to go more towards that, like, um, what, was the, what was the name of that card that Chapin likes so much? The red, uh, Keep, Carol Keep, Abbott. Abbott, yeah. Which might not be bad in here, actually. I love Abbott. But but you've got some more expensive cards. But I think, like, this deck is going to be fast and it's going to be good. Um, and Thing in the Ice is going to be, like, sort of your ace in the hole. But I still feel like this is almost doing what it wants to do but it's it's slightly off brand do you know what i mean it's not yeah, as i have, I have, as I have a be. few cards that i would cut like i mean you have to go so do you want to wait do you want to finish your your thoughts before i jump into mine and then close out the podcast yeah i gotta, I gotta get out of right. here yeah okay <laughs> rancor may just be completely wrong but uh i tend to like i don't mind when you can flash in a snapcaster mage or you can flash in a vendillion click um, or you can play some instance end of turn and get your pyromancer tokens on the table and then untap and throw rancor down on the table and like, or you just put a rancor on a tarmogoyf. Like, I just think it changes the math. People don't see it coming. When thing of the ice flips, it's bigger. doesn't have trample. I'd like the idea of just two of but those. But there's nothing in play. What? <laughs> there's nothing in play with thing of the ice. Yeah. Well, if you flip it like end of turn or whatever, but sure. Yeah. But I guess what I'm saying is I, I don't mind the idea of, Two more power and trample on like a Tarmogoy if they think they have an answer for. It just when you're trying to push through damage and eke out the win, I think it works. I think but two is rough. I think one. I, I don't hate the idea of one, one of rancor. Yeah, one rancor. I'm leaving. Okay, <laughs> goodbye. All right. So as Ben exits, I'm gonna give my little notes, and and, and they're pretty they're pretty close. I mean, this is a deck, and I'll read through the deck list. Is not insanely. It's more of an Alex Kessler style deck, if you will. It's a bunch of really good cards. Um, so to start with lands wise, Breeding Pool, Forest. Three Breeding Pool, one four. Eh, there's lands. I don't think we have to get into that. But on to off lands. Four Gitaxian Probe, four Jace Friends Prodigy, four Lightning Bolt, two Mana Leak, four Remand, three Snapcaster Mage, one Steel Sabotage, four Tarmogoy, four Thing in the Ice, two Vapor Snag, two Vendelia Click, and four Young Pyromancer. So... I, I think it's easier to talk about what cards are probably more easy to cut than to talk about anything else first. Um, and as far as I'm concerned, the easy cuts are uh, you want to go down to one Vendillion click and put one to the side. Uh, you want to get rid of the Steel Sabotage. You want to get rid of the Mana Leaks. And you want to, which I think is bad in this type of deck, um, and I think you want to go for um, only two Jace Friends Prodigy. Uh, Jace isn't great in these decks as much as more controlly decks because the tempo play it doesn't it's not it, it's meant more of a stall card and a lot of your cards are already instants which makes Snapcaster Mage just slightly better. Um, and cards I would add you know add a gut shot maybe add you know what Ben said with Rancor I think is a, a viable option. Adding something like. Um, like, I really want to see more burn spells. More things for Snapcaster Mages to take and then fire at your opponent to kind of go over the top. So, uh, what I really like here maybe is even Burst Lightning because it's a Mana Sync late game. It's great with Snapcaster Mage, but it can ping off little blockers in the beginning. Um, and it helps you out a lot there. 
Uh, similar is kind of Fork Bolt, which is better against Coca decks because you can get rid of a Bird of Paradise and a Noble Hierarch or against Infect decks, which is nuts. Um, and possibly bring up into Serum Vision Land. Uh, this is a deck that obviously you want to chain spells, and so being able to filter through the top cards of your deck is very helpful. Uh, those are maybe the main changes. Um, otherwise, this is a deck that Remand is better because you're just trying to stall, and getting more card velocity is better. The more cards you draw, the better your thing in the ice is, the better your young Pyromancer is, your Tarmogoyf is because you're putting stuff into the graveyard. Um, so that's, yeah, that's that's what I have to say there. That's kind of it for the episode. Um, it's going to be a little shorter this week because Ben had to go uh, and because we're kind of doing a little last minute. And by last minute, we've been late three days. So sorry about being late. Uh, I want to remind you all to follow us on Twitter. We are at the MMCast. I am personally at Kess Wiley. Uh, ben is at Bit Ben Bateman Media. Uh, make sure to follow on Patreon. This this episode was brought to you by our Patreon. So the way our Patreon works is the base level is you get to submit deck lists and deck techs. And, and when we do a Deck Doctor episode like today, we're actually only taking deck lists that were submitted through the Patreon. So as a base requirement to get your deck submitted for these episodes, having a Patreon subscription is the best way to kind of accomplish that. Um, so make sure to kind of go about doing that. Uh, make sure to go check out the Command Zone. Uh, they are awesome. They do awesome commander content every week. Um, and they probably have a sweet episode next week because, or two weeks from now, cause they're currently going to Vegas for eternal masters weekend, uh, to do a whole draft of that set all the time. Um, make sure to, uh, check out, uh, don't make this weird. Uh, they're the clothing company that's helping us kind of come up with cool merch and trying to take us to the next level and going to help us maybe produce more video content in the future. Uh, we are posting these now to YouTube, hopefully more consistently, um, the editor who is helping us, Mike Clary, is committed to helping us. So check out our YouTube channel. It's at Top Deck. It's Top Decking TV. Sorry. It's Top Decking TV on YouTube. Um, and yeah, thanks for listening. Sorry it was a little short. Sorry it was late this week. And we'll see you guys on Monday. Thank you for your attention. For further inquiries, send an email to the MMCast at rocketjump.com. See you later, alligator.